0: What is the value of being tested? We have another opportunity to share with you for which we are grateful. Each week we take just a few minutes to delve into the Word of God, posing some questions, sometimes some challenges, with the goal of sharing the good news while also making note of some of the challenges we can face daily. The topic today is one of those, and an important one. We suffer. We have challenges. But why? These efforts are part of the outreach of the Church of Christ in the community of Ben, Arkansas. The church meets at this building, which is located on Highway 5, about halfway between Mountain View and Heber Springs. Services starting at 9.30 each Sunday morning. Doors are open, and you are most welcomed to attend. Among the Bible verses we can find challenging is one in the opening of the book of James in the New Testament. Chapter 1, verse number 2 says, Consider it all joy, my brethren, when you encounter various trials. If you're following along in the King James Version, it reads falling into divers temptations. As we get into our study, we need to make note of the difference between the words used in verses two and twelve, in contrast to what appears in verses thirteen and fourteen. As the word temptation is used in some versions in all instances, and it appears that these are one and the same temptation is the force that gets us to transgress, to sin, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, pride of life, as 1 John 2 tells us. This is exactly what verses 13 and 14 are referencing. But the earlier instances, verses 2 and 12, are more along the lines of a test or a trial. What's the difference? One is a test of our character, our faith, and is not related in an attempt to get us to sin that test is what it is we want to reference today. So with the concept of being tested or tried, we consider that meeting, a trial is an attempt to test the foundation of the character of man, where he stands, his integrity, his virtue, his consistency if you will. This testing reveals the genuineness of his faith. But James adds that this test is not only a Proving of a person, but it does more. It can help develop this person, grow this person to be much stronger. Verse three, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience or endurance. So putting all these things together, we read, consider it all joy, my brethren, when you encounter various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces endurance. There's a similar verse in First Peter, starting in chapter 3, verse 1. Blessed be the God and Father of the Lord Jesus Christ, who according to his great mercy has caused us to be born again to a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead, to obtain an inheritance which is imperishable and undefiled and will not fade away, reserved in heaven for you, who are protected by the power of God through faith for a salvation ready to be revealed in the last time. In this you greatly rejoice, even though now for a little while, if necessary, you have been distressed by various trials, so that the proof of your faith, being more precious than gold, which is perishable, even though tested by fire, may be found to result in praise and glory and honor at the revelation of Jesus Christ." the proof of your faith more precious than gold. This takes us to a place similar to James, and this passage in Peter actually makes a pretty good conclusion, but we want to bring it along into the discussion a little bit later. James says that the testing of our faith, that is the belief in God and believing God. Hebrew writer defines faith in chapter 11, verse 1, that faith is the assurance of things hoped for and the conviction of things not seen. We read in verse 3 of the same chapter that it is through faith we understand that the worlds were prepared by the word of God so that that what is seen was not made out of the things which are visible. And then shortly after that in verse 6, without faith it is impossible to please him. For he that comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. So faith is assurance, conviction based on evidence and trust. What did James say? Knowing that the trying of our faith, the testing of our assurance and conviction produces what? Patience, endurance. Other words would be steadfastness, constancy, or consistency in our lives. James says that patience or endurance or perseverance is the results of these tests of our faith. Now, perseverance is not the end res- end goal. It is actually where we live. It is our character. It is the threads that make up who we actually are. We continue, so let's go back where we started and continue through verse 4 now. Consider it all joy, my brethren, when you encounter various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces endurance, and let endurance have its perfect result, so that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. The term perfect is used in a slightly different manner in the Bible than we typically do. The biblical use of the word means complete, to fully realize something. This is the term that can frequently refer to architecture, like building a house, Consider what it means when a house is complete. Not just the foundation, not just the framework, but complete. W.E. Vines defines it as reaching its end. Perfect. I was recently reading through the story of Joseph. If you recall, Joseph was sold into slavery by his brothers. His brothers convincing his father that he'd been killed by some wild animals, and years later, Joseph was in a position to save his brothers and his family from a famine, and after a very brief period of time, he identified himself to his brothers. A very powerful story. As Joseph's father, Jacob, heard that his son, his favorite son, was still alive after all these years, Jacob said that he wanted one thing that would make his life complete. He said, I want Joseph to close my eyes, referencing when one dies, that upon his departure from the earth... He wants his lost son that has now been found, Joseph, to be the one basically to give that final gesture to his body and what? His life would be complete. James says that patience or endurance will bring a result that takes one to a place of being in a place of completeness, adding wanting nothing. And this comes from what? The trials of our faith. What could these trials be? Anything. Illness. Relationships. Jobs. Lack of a job. Friends. Lack of friends. Anything that potentially would cause us to consider or reconsider our relationship with God. Well, is this odd? Not really. When something happens in our life that brings about a change in in where we are, it is very easy for us to look somewhere to place a blame. And sometimes god can be the recipient of that blame or at least us question god why why did this happen to me let's consider for just a moment that question in context of what we're talking about why we're desperate to understand the reasoning behind why something occurred the purpose what are we to get out of it or what are the circumstances that brought it to pass my grandfather shared with me years ago that though i wanted to know such answers it was better that God chose not to share. I questioned, why is that? And his response is still with me today. He said, when your mom asks you to do something, I was young, especially something you don't want to do, and you ask why, what happens after she gives you an answer? I had to reflect back on some of the events in my young life, and I came to the answer. Honestly, I said, I'd start an argument with her on why I should not be doing those things. He said it would be no different with God. If he told us why, then the argument would be on. But he added to it. He said, in the view of what James says, my grandfather said that we stand to learn some things when tests occur. Yes, we do. We stand to learn a number of things if our heart is open enough. But if God tells us why, and it's narrowed down to just one lesson or two, we could miss a lot more that we learn when we don't know. It could be that the answer didn't lead us to any learning, so best not to know why. Now, this is hard, but having gone through many more trials since that conversation, I can attest my grandfather is correct. James 1 and 4, let endurance have its perfect result so that you may be perfect and complete lacking in nothing. And then the next verse, if any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God who gives to all men generously and without reproach or hesitation, and it will be given to him. We want wisdom. Well, what is wisdom? The ability to make good decisions and judgments when life tests or life demands. Wisdom could be considered knowledge combined with experience. And I can tell you, When I learned the most was when I was tested the hardest. Being in situations that force decisions when the right answer is not so obvious. We make decisions. Even the bad ones teach us, sometimes, even more than the right ones. And James says God is what? Willing to give you more and more opportunities. The word there is generously. So if we get that formula correct we would be inviting more tests in our life, would we not? We would be asking for instances where we had to struggle to get through and perhaps even fail. But the outcome would be what? We are better. Our endurance is improved. Our patience is heightened. Our perseverance is stronger. Our wisdom is greater. And Peter said, what? So that the proof of your faith, being more precious than gold, which is perishable, even though tested by fire, may be found in the result of praise, glory, and honor. The proving of your faith will result in praise, glory, and honor. James tells us to approach these tests full of faith. But he must ask in faith, verse 6, without any doubting. For one who doubts is like the surf of the sea, driven and tossed by the wind. We're on one side and then the other, depending on the circumstances. Once one has been tested or tried, we read in James 1 and 12 that when he's under trial, once he has been approved, he will receive the crown of life, which the Lord has promised those who love him. Back to what Peter said, when we consider a crown of life, the term crown doesn't have a lot of significance in our day-to-day life. In the times of this writing, games like Olympics was common, and a crown was given to the winner. Winner of life, that typically means eternal life. Heaven, home with God for eternity. When we get through the test and learn and grow and become more and more complete, the end result, glory and honor, is the crown of life. But let's just consider for a moment what, What this might mean while we are here, as we become stronger and stronger, wiser and wiser, these tests give us something to reflect for the current time, and our endurance is stronger so we can withstand more with less. The crown of life could also mean the benefits of life whilst you're here on this earth. John in the Revelation to the seven churches of Asia, the letter that brought out many, many tests that would come their way, told them in Revelation 3 and 21 To him that overcometh will I grant to sit with me in my throne, and even as I also overcome and now sit down with my Father in his throne. Now imagine Christ moving over, asking you to have a seat beside him, he on one side and his Father on the other. We close with a thought from Paul's letter to the church in Ephesus in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 13. Take unto you the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day. I believe he's referencing sin more so than just the test of life, yet the application is the same. He goes into detail to the various components of the armor, preparing for battle. He says that the results of the armor and wise use of that armor would enable us to withstand the whatever might come our way, that we would survive. But he goes one step farther. And having done all to stand, not just withstand, but to stand. I have fought the good fight. I have kept the faith. Consider it all joy, my brethren, when you encounter various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces endurance, and let endurance have its perfect result so that you may be perfect, complete, lacking in nothing. Our time is gone. We thank you very much for joining us. Look forward to visiting with you next week at this time. Until then, we bid you a very blessed day.